Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go on a Wednesday, inching closer and closer to Super Bowl 58, Chiefs Niners. Live in Los Angeles, it's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, joining us next hour. Um, we'll be heading this point forward. A lot of our guests will be in Las Vegas at the Super Bowl. I can't wait. Next year, Fox has it in New Orleans. Uh, but this is a biggie. And it's two, two big brands. But then, but J-Mac, the Chiefs brand is mostly offense. Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey. It's a big offensive brand. The Niners is on a defense. Offense is good, but defense. Would you agree with that? The Bosa and the defense for the Niners, we think of them as physical. We think of Kansas City mostly as, as a fireworks show over the last yeah. six years. Yeah, although in the playoffs, the Niners' defense has been leaky, and the Chiefs' defense has been amazing. Yeah, yeah so I want to start with that. There's this automatic belief that uh, uh, more expensive is always better. I don't believe it. And that name brands are superior, much better than store brands. I don't know. I bought a lot of Kirkland stuff. <laughs> Works for me. Um, the Kansas City defense, put it in perspective, their brand is offense. But Kansas City's defense in the playoffs allowed 13.7 points. That's against Mike McDaniel, Tua Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Lamar Jackson, number one rush offense. Shut them down three for three. The Niners defense, the name brand, off a bye at home, allowed 21 points to first-year starting quarterback Jordan Love and over 330 yards. What's better? Lamar Jackson, Tua, Josh Allen, mostly shut down. Jordan Love eats. Niners defense off a bye, two weeks to prepare. I don't think people understand how good Kansas City's defense is. It's just young. 
Think about this. Think about, we all know this, you know this certainly, the quarterbacks in the AFC are much better than the NFC. So here's some of the quarterbacks the Chiefs face this year. Regular season. Russell Wilson twice, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, Josh Allen, and Tua. And they finish with the fourth best pass defense in the regular season in the NFL. The Niners in the weaker quarterback conference, the NFC. Here's some of the quarterbacks they face. Drew Locke, Geno Smith, P.J. Walker, Josh Dobbs, Sam Howell, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, and Kenny Pickett. And their pass defense was 14th. Name brand defense, Niners. Yeah, The store brand is Kansas City. So all season... All these great quarterbacks against Kansas City's defense. Young defense, you don't know their names. Never allowed 30 points. The Niners did three times. Kirk Cousins ate the Niners' defense up. Stafford, Joe Burrow, big Sundays. So San Francisco's defense is just the name brand. There's Bosa, there's Fred Warner. You know the players. Armstead, Chase Young. The better defense easily, especially on the back end, the pass defense is Kansas City. Also had more sacks, significantly more hurries up front. Andy Reid talked about the youth that many people just don't realize how gifted they are with the Chiefs' defensive side. Brett Veach has done a nice job of bringing an influx of young guys into the program. Those young guys, a bunch of them were in that secondary, um, and they've gotten better here with time. So we took some bumps and bruises early last year, but they've gotten better. Uh, they got better towards the end of last year, and then they just picked up on it and have done a nice job uh, working into this year. But I, I would tell you, Brett, the job that Brett does between free agency and the draft, I'm um, the second and none. Yeah. The defense shut down three highly productive offenses, two on the road in the playoffs. During the regular season, they only allowed 17.5 points a game. I think that was second best in the league. Again, I, I, I've bought a lot of Kirkland stuff. It's good, too. So I see Christian McCaffrey will be, in my opinion, the second best player in the Super Bowl. Mahomes the first. And um, running backs still matter a lot, especially to the top coaches. Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Mike Vrabel, a lot of the best coaches in the league use running backs and love running backs, have traded for running backs. And there was this moment during the season. Jay Mack and I talked about this a lot. I thought that the NFL media, there was a lot of pandering. Oh, I can't believe the running backs aren't getting paid. This is really outrageous. Guards have never been paid. Safeties don't get paid. Tight ends have been undervalued and underpaid my entire life. But there was something about the running back position really worked up the media. So it's interesting to go back, Google it, go back to the reaction when the Niners, needing a running back, gave up a late second, a late third, a late fourth, and a late fifth for Christian McCaffrey, easily the best back top to bottom in the league. At least 50% of the reaction from the media is, whoa, that is way too much. Ah, so which is it? Are running backs worth a fortune? Or are they not worth a second and third late round pick? Fourth and fifth round picks in the NFL on a Niners stack roster don't start and may not make the team. So you were really giving up two semi-premium picks for Christian McCaffrey. Again, the Niners roster, 
There's not a lot of room for late fourth and late fifth rounders to even make the team. So which is it, media? And this is where I think the media got lost in all this drama. Is that running backs, depending on the situation and the team, have tremendous value. When I watched people rip the Detroit Lions drafting Jameer Gibbs, I understand the sense is, that's a first-round running back. But, sorry here. There we go. Breakfast. Um, Jameer Gibbs had a great O-line in Detroit, guaranteeing he'd be good. A quarterback in Goff that's excellent and better in play action and a clever play caller. There was virtually no chance for Jameer Gibbs not to work in Detroit. Great O-line, top rated in the league. Veteran quarterback who with a little running game has gotten to Super Bowls. And a clever offensive coach. And by the way, a coach in Dan Campbell that likes to run the ball. Of course it hit. He added production and value. Christian McCaffrey when he went to the Niners. Brilliant coach whose dad loved to run the football, whose son Kyle loves to run the football. A very, very good offense, but so-so at quarterback. All quarterbacks are elevated by star backs. And the other two offensive stars, Debo Samuel and George Kittle, were injury-prone. So you needed another star. People freaked out. Whoa, second, third, fourth, fifth. Which is it? Are they valuable or not? The idea that Christian McCaffrey is not worth a few late-round picks with Kyle Shanahan and so-so quarterbacks for one of the top brands in the league makes absolutely no sense. Running backs, it's just like you and me. Our value is based on the situation, on the company. Jameer Gibbs, you knew that was going to work. Christian McCaffrey, you knew that was going to work. Do you know late third and fourth round picks are going to even make the team? Take a deep breath. You can't tell me running backs are extremely valuable in the media and then look, can't draft them in the first round. I said on the air at the time, Atlanta should draft B. John Robbins. Didn't I? Said it on the air. It was the best running back since LaDainian Tomlinson. Block, catch, defend, or block, catch, run uh, fast, run past you, run over you, totally coachable, and never fumbled. It was a terrific, terrific pick for a young quarterback, a young star running back. So Christian McCaffrey proving once again in his career, running backs have value. They've always had value. What you don't want to do is the New York Jets. Lavian Bell takes a year off. You have a terrible offensive line, and then you pay him a fortune. Of course, that's what the Jets did. But Kyle Shanahan, the front office of the Detroit Lions, proving the right situation. Running backs are high first-rounders, absolutely worth it, and worth trading for picks. Jay Mack, I'm getting very, very excited. I told you my, my favorite prop is the under 47.5. I do think it's a fairly low-scoring game. I think the number's about right. 47 and a half, 48 and a half, but I do think it's a fairly low score. I think we have a great defense in Kansas City versus a good quarterback, and I think we have a good defense against a great quarterback in Mahomes who's got limited weapons. Yeah. It just says to me, low scoring. Yeah, I think that's the consensus. Chiefs in a low scoring game. Um, I, I, you have you found wonder. anybody yet that like? 
Likes other the than myself and uh, I think one other guy here at Fox likes the Niners. That's it. Um, and nobody seems to have any faith in Brock Purdy. It's almost the recency bias of the Niners' struggles in the postseason are really seeping into the mind of everyone. Huh? <laughs> Funny love- how that happens. They dominate the regular season. Complete juggernaut. And now it's like, eh, I don't know. They look bad the last two games. Well, you know, playoff games matter more. Oh, yeah. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. It's quick and easy. Now for my parlay pick. Via the DraftKings Sportsbook, I'll take the Chiefs plus two in the Super Bowl against the Niners and under 47 and a half points. And Brock Purdy under one and a half touchdown passes. He'll have one, but it's a low scoring game. I think they'll lean on Christian McCaffrey. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users. Code is herd. H E R D when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. See show notes for full details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I don't know when the word good became a pejorative, but it did on Brock Purdy. So that's always been my take. I think Brock Purdy's good. He's good. I mean, if somebody asked me, what did you and your wife do last night? And I said, we went out to dinner. How was it? It was good. Whoa, slander. You didn't like it? That was good. My wife came home and said, said how, are, how was your day, honey? It's good. Are you okay? Sit down. What went wrong? Good is not a pejorative. I think Brock Purdy's good. Um, but The Athletic today had a story on Br- Drew Brees and Brock Purdy comparing them. Oh, boy. The most accurate quarterback ever, second all-time in touchdown passes, sixth highest passer rating ever, 
Top 10 quarterback last 25 years, indisputably. Second all-time in passing yards. By the way, touchdown, passing yards, just to Brady. That's where we are with Brock Purdy. Instead of just being satisfied with my take, which was, that is good. That is not good enough. Colin, what does he have to do to prove you wrong? I don't know. Not got outplayed by Jordan Love? Have a complete game? One of them? Mahomes has had three good ones. He's yet to have one good one. He's had occasional good drives. But I guess now good with quarterbacks just doesn't work. It's unreasonable. It's a hot take. So this morning, reading the Brock Purdy Drew Brees comp, I thought to myself, and this is totally unique to FS1, I thought let's do um, something that's never been done. How about we call it the Patrick Pyramid? And I will list what I believe is a reasonable, based on talent, ceiling, overall play. Big games. How much do you rely on the talent, the coach? How much is you? So let's go to our Patrick pyramid. Patrick's at the top of it. Nobody argues that. I think the second level, Joe Burrow has beaten Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. Only Brady's done that. I think Josh Allen and Burrow are the closest that can go toe-to-toe in shootouts. Joe Burrow hurt. Allen may not beat Patrick, has in the regular season. Let's go to the third row. The third row, to me, are different players physically. Lamar, Herbert, and Stafford. Stafford, Patrick Mahomes now acknowledges he started copying Stafford the arm angles. Stafford, as we've noted on this show, was on a heater last year for about 10 games. He was the best quarterback in the league for about two and a half months. I think Herbert with Harbaugh, you're going to finally see the kid that broke all the rookie passing records. And I think Lamar Jackson, for all the criticism, there's nothing like him in the NFL, and he wins 76% of his games. The next level, and now it's inches, not feet, is C.J. Stroud, who I think shows signs of being a top-five quarterback in the league. Jalen Hurts, in the MVP running, got to a Super Bowl, went toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Jared Goff, two conference championships, top-five, six-thrower of the football, and you know how I feel about Kyler Murray, They say the best high school quarterback in Texas ever got Arizona, poorly run Arizona, to the playoffs. Let's go to the next part of the Patrick Pyramid, the final, the foundational piece. Trevor Lawrence, number one pick. Dak Prescott wins 12 a year. Aaron's off an Achilles surgery, but he has to be somewhere in this list. I think Jordan Love had a remarkable 10 weeks, and then two has gotten MVP votes. I don't think that's unrealistic. I don't have Kirk Cousins in there, who has been a B-plus quarterback for seven years. He doesn't make my list. Aaron's on the last piece. And the Athletics got an article comparing Drew Brees and Brock Purdy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think he's good. I think all those guys are better than just good. Kirk Cousins didn't make my pyramid, and I think highly of him. Here's Brock Purdy on the Drew Brees comps. I think Drew Brees, um, I've said it before, just in terms of you know his height and everything, I knew I wasn't going to be a big guy. And, and uh, I loved Drew Brees' footwork, his anticipation, his leadership. Um, I've, I'd seen clips of him and, and guys, you want to go to war with that guy. Um, and so um, I, I looked up to Drew Brees. All right. He's good. 
It's not hate. He's good. Dinner was good. How was your day at work? Good. J-Mac down the hall after the show. How do you think the show was today? Good. That's not a criticism. Great is really rare with anything. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. That was a top five segment you've done since I joined the show. That was so good. So many awesome lines. Um, the problem with the, hey, how was that restaurant? Good. What if that was a Michelin restaurant based on the last year? It got graded as a Michelin restaurant because Brock Purdy, the stats said he was a top five quarterback all season. The stats did. Colin, how was that Michelin restaurant? Good. You'd be like, oh, that's it? That Michelin restaurant was just good? Well, he was the last pick in the draft. I, I view him closer to Chick-fil-A than Michelin star. He's much closer to In-N-Out than Michelin star. And by the way, like Purdy, I like Chick-fil-A and like In-N-Out. They're not a Michelin star. It's good. Okay, go to Mastro's Steakhouse around the corner in Beverly Hills. Yeah. That's high-end. Peyton Manning, number one quarterback, high school, college pros. That That's Michelin. Chick fil A, in and out. Good. I had uh, I had uh, Chick fil A recently. Didn't even need sauce. Couple chicken fingers. It was good. Wow. And I, by the way, I came in the next day and told you. I told the staff I went there. Hey, guys, you should go there. It's good. That's it. Brock Purdy's good. Okay. Uh, let's start with Andy Reid, Colin. This story is a little bit under the radar, and he keeps dodging a certain question. Okay. Reid, is he going to retire? I think Mike Florio's been driving a lot of this from Pro Football Talk. But he, re- when Reed was asked about it, he referenced his parents' advice, who told him, you'll know when it's time. Reed added, somewhere, you're going to know it's time. Today's not the day. Well, why do we think he's... Very he's cagey not, response. He's not, he's not retiring. I don't know. The guy's been through a lot off the field, family-wise. He's Absolutely. In, he's in his mid-60s. But I, thought, I thought that shot of him, he looked good. His he does look good. Nobody's color denying was good. And then everybody said, why would you leave Patrick Mahomes? Well, we, our staff looked it up here. Uh, obviously, Bill Cowher left when he was kind of on top. Not that was, was a really good. surprising move, though. Very surprising. It? And uh, Mike Holmgren had Favre. They had won a Super Bowl. He bounced. Um, so it's been done before. Obviously, Mahomes is better than Big Ben and Favre. Well, um, no, but they're all great. So, no, there, there have been situations. I thought about a year ago, I saw Andy on the sidelines. He looked gray. And I and I, I thought for that day I was like, is he okay? I, I reached out to people in the, somebody in the building, and I'm like, hey, how's Andy? Um, but I think he looks good. I think he's happy. I think he's at the top of his game. This is something that people in all industries think about all the time. When's the right time? The right time probably isn't when Patrick Mahomes appears to be singularly the best player in the world at his position. And I think Mahomes has added a dimension that I saw in the playoffs that's really important like he doesn't make mistakes now like he can dial it back he doesn't need to prove to the world like in year two three and four where sometimes it's like i don't care if you put too deep i'm going after it mahomes has really figured out how to not just be a quarterback but play the quarterback position game Um, manage it no 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 In, in fairness tony dungy left peyton manning though Bill Cower left Big Ben. It has oh, happened. Oh, that's a good one. Tony Dungy, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. it has happened. I just don't see if somebody else has information. And I have people in the building I communicate with in Kansas City regularly. I have not heard it. Well, uh, we wondered why Mike Vrabel, weirdly, did not get a job this cycle when he's considered one of the better coaches out there, does more with less, wins as an underdog. 
and it's weird. And I had speculated, I think you were out that day, that I think Vrabel would be a perfect... Remember, he ended his season, his career as a player in Kansas City, not with Reed, but if Vrabel's out there, that's a good opportunity. Some people have said Matt Nagy, uh, Eric Bieniemy now is uh, currently, I believe, unemployed. So they'll have guys to fill in. It just wouldn't shock me if Reed said, you know what, I'm done. Like, for, NFL is... They, they had a long year in Kansas City. I know people are Let me throw glossing it over it, Colin. He's got a lot of things going on. A lot. So he's got a young GM. Hard to give that up. A quarterback prime. He also has something that's not discussed. It's very, very hard to keep an elite coordinator in this league. But Spags did the head coach thing. Failed. Oh, Spags, yeah. So Spags is arguably one, two, or three best defensive coordinator in the sport. And he doesn't have to replace him. It'd be one thing. Andy's had to occasionally replace an offensive coordinator. But that's Andy's side of the ball. Like McVay's moved off, guys. It doesn't have any influence on the offense. It's when you have to keep replacing the other side of the ball and you have a miss or two. Spags isn't going anywhere. The defense is young, cheap, and only getting better. He's not interviewing it. I think it'd be different if the defense was getting old. Like, you know, you can look at like a Philadelphia or like Philadelphia's got some old players leaving outside of Travis Kelsey, who I think has, I think Travis has a year left and then he may, beyond Taylor Swift, he's had 10 surgeries, he's made a force and adds everywhere. I could see Travis Kelsey telling Andy Reid privately. And his brother, by the way, I think's got, he said he retired. I could see both those brothers doing one more year and both retiring. Yeah. Travis Travis has had some surgeries. And don't forget the Chris Jones factor, the best defensive player, was a bit of a headache at the beginning of the season. Not anymore. Out. Sounds like he's going to be gone as a free agent. You had the Kadarius Tony nonsense. I just think there's, there's, there are places I can see somebody leaving, like with, with Belichick, if he had not been let go. You don't have the quarterback right. You don't have skill people. You don't draft it particularly well, and you don't love your staff. Then you leave. Yeah. Well, look at Nick Saban in college football. Like, come on, I'm rolling. I, yeah, so but what, NIL, I transfer portal, yeah. and George is the new kid on the block. Here come Texas, Oklahoma with bigger collectives than we have. I think Nick picked a perfect time. George, but nobody saw that coming, right? I mean, no, no, no. They people. I had a connection to Jimmy Sexton, his agent. Alabama felt last year that it was getting close. So they, that's why they had Kalen DeBoer earmarked. Remember, I was on Twitter saying, that's right. keep your eye on Kalen DeBoer. I was told a year ago it was getting close. The minute Nick resigned, I was told Kalen DeBoer was first or second choice. They would call Sark as a, you know, as a, um, because he was in the program yeah. and they had respect. They knew Sark wouldn't take the job. But Kalen DeBoer was their first choice. Bama fans don't want to believe this. He was. Yeah. So Bama more than people think Greg Burns saw it coming. Final thing. He's got nothing left to prove. Win or lose his Super Bowl. Reed has, I, I said he's on my Mount Rushmore for all-time coaches, top four. I don't know if you have him well, there. Well, Bill Walsh, Belichick, Shula. I would put Andy Reed. There's there's arguments. Joe, Joe Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah. But I, I, will, I will push back on this. You think Andy Reed has nowhere to go. Let me throw this at you. Because Andy has won with multiple quarterbacks. If Andy wins Sunday... And wins one more, and that gives him four. I know where you're going. And you look at how Belichick won with one player, Brady. Didn't win in Cleveland. At the end, it was a disaster. Didn't win first year and a half with Bledsoe. That Belichick's wins are tied to a player. Andy's aren't tied to anything. Super Bowl with McNabb, five NFC championships, Alex Smith playoffs. 
that I could make an argument that Andy Reid was never beholden to a singular player, mm. that he was a better overall coach. Because remember, you can talk about championships. Most wins, we've never said Don Shula is the best coach and he has the most right, wins. Yeah. So it's not a most wins. Belichick has more. Yeah. That's not what it is. And you say, well, it's most Super Bowls. Oh. Is it for coaches? Oh, interesting. It, why, why is Chuck Knoll never mentioned it among the top coaches? Don Shula is considered more than Knoll. Knoll's got the rings. Yeah. So it's not just most wins or Super Bowls. You have to contextualize it. I think Andy Reid with two more, I have no problem saying that's the best coach. He and Bill Walsh are the best coaches I've you ever seen. You know what that sounds like? Exactly my LeBron versus Jordan argument. Jordan here would be Belichick. LeBron would be Andy Reid, right? Jordan only won with his perfect setup with Pippen and Phil Jackson, and that was it, six years. Before that, couldn't win. After that, couldn't win. Uh, listen, I think that's a great argument you made. That entire thing lines up perfectly with LeBron. Don Shula has been considered here. Chuck Knoll gets talked about, but not in the elite category. Chuck's got all the trophies. Yeah. All right, let's get on to uh, Kyle Shanahan, regarded as one of the NFL's best coaches. Uh, he's coached in two previous Super Bowls. Both ended with brutal defeats. Heading into Sunday, Shanahan is eager to exercise his Super Bowl demons, just like his dad did before him. Remember, I always seen my dad as a coordinator and stuff after those three Super Bowls when he was in Denver, and I was younger, and how how hard it was on him. Um, so I think anytime you get that close and you lose it, the last one, that's definitely the hardest. I mean, I've been able to coach in two Super Bowls, and you lose either one of them. Both of them are heartbreaking. So in terms of pain, I've, I mean, I've broken my arm, my collarbone, a lot of things. So um, those are more painful, but um, those things last a while. But it's all about getting back there again, and that's what I'm excited for today. Yeah, it, 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 he is just a fantastic coach. He's going to be to many Super Bowls. Regardless of what happens, he's still an elite coach. He's going to be around for Name a, a coach that's gotten to this many Super Bowls now. Two now, two. Three, if you count the coordinator, without a superstar quarterback, especially in today's and game. And Matt Ryan was very, very good, won an MVP. No, that I think year, third overall pick, he was but, insane. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you, you're you a Shanahan guy, right? How could you not be? He's The guy's incredible. Final story is Dallas, where the Cowboys have a new defensive coordinator expected to be named by the end of the week. They've been busy interviewing candidates, according to Josina Anderson. Here are the names that are supposedly the finalists. Ron Rivera, Mike Zimmer, and, wait for it, Rex Ryan. That's my guy. You mentioned him last week in yep. some capacity. I don't so remember he what interviewed. I would hire... I think Mike Zimmer feels a bit more current, but I think Rex Ryan... How does Zimmer feel current? He's well, out I mean, of the Zimmer was a head coach very, very recently, just a couple of years ago. I think Mike's excellent. He's getting close to 70. Yeah. Rex brings it. Mike Zimmer's a good coach, but like Brian Flores, there's a sense that he's a little rough. So don't make him a head coach. Put him on the defensive side. Zimmer's excellent. I think Rex Ryan, though, with Dallas, if we're in the interesting business, I like that he got an interview. We're in the interesting, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I think Rex Ryan to the Cowboys with McCarthy in his last year is fascinating. Just for the record, Seattle goes out and hires Mike McDonald, who's, I believe, 36. Uh, Atlanta goes out and hires as a head coach. Uh, a young guy in Raheem Morris. Like, a lot of these younger, under 50 coaches are getting hired everywhere. And now Dallas is interviewing coordinators who are north of... You know, 55, 60, 65. Like, come on. I, don't, I just don't totally understand what they're doing here. Is McCarthy... Uh, what's the agenda, Colin? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Well, so, you're uh, not going to get top of the food chain because McCarthy's viewed as a lame duck. So for Rex Ryan, for him to go get like a two-year deal, go back to TV, he's well-liked at ESPN. I think it's interesting. J-Mac with the news. 
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity to get to the top. We've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It's a win for fans and a win for football as the USFL and XFL merger is official. The United Football League will begin play March 30th with the USFL champion Birmingham Stallions taking on the XFL champion Arlington Renegades, the United Football League this spring on ABC, ESPN, Fox, and FS1. Spring just got stronger. Moose Johnson, he'll lead the football operations for the new UFL. Fox Sports analyst, three Super Bowl rings joining us live from Las Vegas. 
A guy can get in trouble in Las Vegas, but I have this feeling Moose Johnson would not get in trouble. And he is joining me live. He's been around the block. He's going to bed early. Um, let's start with this. Three Super Bowls. So I imagine the first Super Bowl you were in was the youngest team. So when you look at San Francisco, outside of Brock Purdy, there's not a ton of youth. It's a lot of veteran guys. I mean, Trent Williams, Debo, Kittle, Fred Warner. These are grown-ups. Kansas City's defense is Chris Jones. He could babysit. It's kids. I think they're incredible. But go back to your first Super Bowl. When I imagine that was your a younger Cowboy team, were you more nervous? Did it get into your head? Go back to that if you could. Yeah, the youngest team in the NFL at the time that season going up against the Buffalo Bills who were playing in their third Super Bowl uh, in consecutive years. And, and I always remember this moment. We, we were a little bit nervous, but more kind of that good nervous, right? Excited, you know, not anxious. And when the Jets flew over the Rose Bowl, our sideline went nuts. Um, and Buffalo, we looked across the field, and it was just ho-hum. Here we go again. Here comes our third Super Bowl. So I think when we took the field, the emotion that our team had and that youth and that <laughs> that greatness of you don't know what you don't know at the time really, really helped us. Because if you remember, we had a blocked punt and fell behind 7 nothing very early in that game, and it was no big deal to us. Yeah, what was Jimmy Johnson, just like Andy Reid, veteran coach, is probably messaging the young kids you're, that you're going to have energy coming out of your you know, pores. What was Jimmy's messaging for that first Super Bowl against that veteran Bills team? The best thing that Jimmy did and our entire staff did was keep our preparation schedule as close to what we did in Dallas as they possibly could. There's obligations that you have when you get to the host city, but if we could keep, keep it consistent as is possible, the same as we had it when we were in Dallas, that was going to get us into that, that comfort zone. And, and he was remarkable at doing that. Uh, he told the guys, hey, listen, if you go out on Thursday night, go out on Thursday night. Whatever you do week to week to get ready for the game, don't change this uh, this week during the course of preparation. Yes, it's the Super Bowl, but we're going to approach this like just an ordinary game. Forget about the hype that's there. So Mahomes has been virtually perfect in the playoffs, and I think he's added a dimension to his game, Moose. He's always been uh, hyper-talented, but he's really learning how to play the position. He just doesn't make mistakes in big spots. He's much more willing to throw it away, um, complete stuff underneath, and that's the process of being a quarterback. Now, maybe, maybe Troy had that very quickly as a quarterback. But um, I, when I watch Mahomes, I'm like, man, he's growing up in front of us. It's, he doesn't make more spectacular plays. He just doesn't make any mistakes. Um, do you think, let's go to your third Super Bowl. So now you're the vet. You've been there. You're going for your third ring. Mahomes now is a vet. His mindset going into this, your mindset, you're a grown-up. I think you're favored. You got your two rings in your pocket. Take me to your mindset in that week. Well, that was a different season for us, Colin. That was really challenging. That, that last Super Bowl that we won, we probably played some of the worst football all season long in the month of December, which is contrary to what you want to be doing. We had some things fall our way uh, on the final weekend of the regular season that allowed us, if we go out and beat Arizona in Arizona, we can secure home field. We could be one month away from coming back to this exact same stadium to defend uh, or to compete for a Super Bowl championship again. And so it was, it was a really different mindset for us. We were really week to week at that point uh, because we had just not had a lot of consistency. It was one of those seasons where we started off really, really well and then kind of faded at the end and then kind of 
got everything sorted out. Very similar to what's happened to Kansas City this season. Yeah, They started out and played really well. They had that bump from October to Thanksgiving, and now they're playing good football again at the end of the year. Uh, the, the knock on them was, listen, you, you've played really well in the postseason, but it's always been at Arrowhead. What are you going to do when you have to leave Arrowhead? To go win in Buffalo? To go win in Baltimore? Those are huge, huge confidence builders for this team. And I think you're exactly right. When Patrick Mahomes had Tyree Kill and all that skill around him, he was very aggressive down the field. He's adjusted to how he plays. He knows the mistake is going to be the thing that prevents the Kansas City Chiefs from winning the game. And, and I think that we hear this game manager style of football. That's exactly what the game manager is. He looks at his team. He assesses what's the best way for us to win. And Patrick Mahomes has been phenomenal at that this year. And the other area that I think he's really stepped up, I love his leadership through the entire season, especially when they weren't playing well, when the receivers were dropping footballs, when there were things going on that were outside of his control, and yet he put it all on his shoulders and challenged his guys to get better. I think his leadership has been phenomenal this season. So you played in 16 career playoff games. You only lost four. I know I'm, I'm pressing your memory here. And we both have some gray hair, so this this may, I'm, I don't want to set you up to fail here. But here's the tough question: Was of the four playoff losses for you, out of 16 games, was there a common thread in the losses? Was there something that almost always doomed you? Now I don't remember if they were close or not. But when you only have four losses in 16 games, was that age? Was it injuries? Was it turnovers? Do you remember those losses? Were they a collective or all totally different? I can't remember where I put my keys in my wallet, but I can remember every game I played. Uh, so here we go. Detroit in 91, just a young team. Yeah. Um, didn't know what we didn't know. And we did, not, we did not match up well against Detroit at the time. The silver stretch gave us fits. They had beaten us pretty good in the regular season. They beat us worse in the playoffs. And I'm so happy that Detroit won a playoff game because I don't have to hear about the last victory. It was in 1991 against the Cowboys. Um, the second one is San Francisco in the championship game uh, after our two Super Bowls. Played the worst six minutes of football that that group ever played. Uh, it was 21 nothing after six minutes in the first quarter. We, we fought back. We almost got back into that game. We could never get it inside 10 points. I think if we did get it inside 10 points, that we actually pull off a huge comeback from being down 21. I still say Deion Sanders interfered with Michael <laughs> Irvin inside the 10-yard line that would have got us inside 10 uh, we lost to uh, to Carolina in '95. Um, that was a, a team that was beat up. Um, we lost all our stars. We were not healthy that game. Yeah. Um, and and then the last one was Arizona, and that was just you know that that team was starting to go down the backside of the hill. So it's it's youth and inexperience in a bad matchup, and then it's just bad football and turnovers. The third one is injuries, and the fourth one is on the downside of of a great. Uh, dynastic team. So um, finally, uh, I, I I loved Mike Shanahan. Think he's a Hall of Famer. Often duplicated, copied. Um, I think Kyle's terrific. I'm such a big fan of Andy Reid, but I do I, I tend to root for coaches who I think are great, but have lost a lot of big games. Right? Like like after McVay went to that Super Bowl and it just had a bad performance. The the next time I'm like, I want to see Sean win this thing. Nothing against Burrow. Do you find yourself? Is there part of San Francisco where you or or as a former Cowboy, do you love the misery that San Francisco's going through in these big game losses? <laughs> No, no, I, I don't wish misery on anybody. And I've got too many people that I respect out in San Francisco that, that I would not wish that upon them. I, w I would love to see John Lynch 
win a Super Bowl as a general manager. Kyle Shanahan is one of my favorite coaches to meet with during the course of the season. If you ask him hard questions, he gives you great answers. He doesn't hide anything. Uh, it's a pleasure to sit down and talk with him. Uh, Steve Wilkes has been fantastic. I'd love to see Steve, Wil Steve Wilkes get a championship. Andy Reid is, is quite possibly my favorite coach outside of the coaches that I've played for. I've never played for Andy Reid, uh, but I think he's one of the greatest human beings, not just coaches, but one of the greatest human beings ever. Andy would let me come up to Kansas City and spend three days with him in training camp when I was thinking about moving towards kind of a, a front office type position and sit in on all the meetings and, and get an opportunity to see how the Chiefs were functioning behind the curtain. Uh, and I've always cheered for Andy Reid, you know, whatever the setting is. So for me... This is going to be a fantastic game for me to watch because I'm going to be happy either way, whoever wins this game. And I think it quite potentially could be one of the better Super Bowls that we've seen in the last few years. And we've had some fantastic games. I, I truly believe this could come down to does Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy have the football in his hand on the last drive to win the game? Uh, Moose Johnson, he's going to be leading football operations for the new UFL quality guy. I, that made me laugh. You forget where you put your keys this morning, but you remember the losses. You are a true football icon. If I, I swear to God, you guys never forget. You, the, the wins blur. The losses stick with you forever. Yes. Um, yes. Moose, it's always great to see you. Thanks, man. Yeah. I talked about Troy with this one. Do you enjoy winning more, or does lose, the, the hurt of losing bother you more than the joy of winning? And that's, that's one way that Troy and I are wired the same way. A, a loss... We can't shake, and a win goes away in five minutes. <laughs> well, that says a lot about your success post-football as well. You know, you got high standards. Um, <laughs> Moose, great seeing you. Yeah, the I remember great covering, to see you, Colin. Uh, covering years ago uh, Jerry, the late Jerry Tarkanian at UNLV, and he did not lose a lot. I mean, he was a regular season. He was winning 30 games. And I remember uh, it was a moment I was sitting with him. I think it was at Tark's place, and he was just a celebrity everywhere in Las Vegas. And I got a moment just kind of between, uh, and I was a young sportscaster. And, I'm, you know, we were talking about winning and losing. And I said, what was your uh, best win? And he couldn't remember it. And I said, what was your toughest loss? And he rambled for about six minutes <laughs> at Santa Barbara, overtime. And he knew, I mean, it was like encyclopedic. And I'm like, Tark was a great coach. He remembered every loss. I mean, the, the anything. The wins all sort of just blurred together. Because he like expected a, yeah. to win. That was his standard. I win. I'm I'm paid not to lose. A lot like gamblers. Uh, a lot of a lot of sports gamblers I know. <coughs> Myself, I can remember those losses. They sting. Even I had one this year. I remember. I'm not a great sports gambler, but I had a doink this year. The, the Saints game where I lost it on a doink. Literally one inch, the ball goes in. Yeah. That was doink losses are tough. Yeah. What about playing sports? You remember any big dubs? As a high school one, football Q, QB one? Yeah. When you play in the rain, it's all muddy and blurry. I don't oh, remember a yeah. lot of it, but I had an overtime. I never asked you, did you ever get any concussions when playing? No, I didn't I didn't run fast enough to have collisions of that <laughs> magnitude. I plotted at best. Uh, all right, good stuff today. We got a show. Steve Young's gonna be joining us next hour. We love that. For hot water that never runs out, go tankless with Navian right now. New high efficiency tankless water heaters with local rebates. That's good news. Find the name of your Navian contact tractor at tanklessmadesimple.com. Tanklessmadesimple.com. You will not believe what the Chicago Bears could potentially get for Justin Fields. I could not believe this. Hour two around the corner. Good stuff. Steve Young, too. Live in L.A., it's The Herd. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.